The book was better. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the mini-isode of The Book Was Better podcast. I'm Taylor Collette. I'm Kaylee Clark. And this week is a little different. Um, well, each, each mini-sode. Every kind of mini-sode's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this week specifically, we were kind of going back and forth on what to record on. And we were talking about the fact that we both love writing. Um, mainly creative writing. But, I mean, Kaylee got mm -hmm. an English degree, so she's done. Lots of but my minor was creative writing. True. <laughs> um, and I've done a lot of business writing, but that doesn't mean I like it. Business writing is hard. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. I've done it too. It's not as much fun. <laughs> but yeah, we both love creative writing. And so we were thinking about how when you have had the experience of writing creatively and then you go to read books, it's a it's a different experience. Yeah. Especially, so, an awesome thing that we utilize, and I, I use, weird brain moment there. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm tired. Anywho, um, where we have Kindle Unlimited. Yes. Which is really helpful because some of the books that we Kindle, talk about. Do you want to sponsor us? It's Please included thank you. in Kindle Unlimited. <laughs> thank you, Kindle or Audible, if Either of you would like to sponsor us, we would gladly talk you up. Anyway, so frequently the books on Kindle Unlimited are new and upcoming authors. Sometimes they're classics, right? Like books that have been out and popular for so long that they're included in Kindle Unlimited. And then some of them are the complete opposite of that word. They're new authors, new books that they're just trying to get some readership and fan base and so they include it in Kindle Unlimited. And I find that when using the Kindle Unlimited feature and not having to buy new books, <laughs> I so frequently start reading a book and then I have to stop. Mm. Because as much as I like the storyline, like as much as reading the summary of the book, like really piqued my interest, the way it's written is too painful. <laughs> for me to continue <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is a thing with like fan fiction too like if anybody enjoy like it's a lot of people like that just like to write as their hobby they're not doing it as their job they don't have people probably editing or, or they're, their they're writing in their second language which is super impressive oh super impressive but it can be really hard coming from a writer's perspective <laughs> Or someone who I do editing and proofreading. That's one of the things I do with my degree. Yeah. I, I have to stop reading some things because I can't. Shut that I part of your brain off. Shut that part of my brain off. And I'm like, as much as I want to like this book or this story. It will make me go insane if I keep reading it because of how it is written. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I will say on that, that there are times I can read as a reader and there are times where I cannot shut the writer part of my brain up 
And Mm -hmm. that's when I have to stop reading because sometimes I'll read something and it's not fantastically written, but I can kind of get past it because the storyline is good enough and I can shut up that writer part of my brain and be like, Like, it's okay. I'm not going to call anybody out. No, 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 no. Okay. But I was reading something the other day where every time I'm pretty sure they meant gasp, pretty sure they meant gasp, but they did gaps every single time. Or every time they, they, they they meant women, they put woman. And I'm like, you mean more than one. That is not how you, that's not the word you use. Like there are certain things like comma splices are going to happen. I get it. It's hard to know with a surety when to properly use a semicolon, you know, like, oh, yeah, I still mess that or one a colon up. for that matter <laughs> or or an ellipses. Like, I get it. Not everybody's going to know how to do those things correctly. But come on, basic words and plurals and things we learned in kindergarten and first grade. If that is still getting through to your published work somehow, I cannot turn that part of my brain off. <laughs> well, no, especially a published work. You're like, how, what happened? But they're like self-published, right? Like there's a lot of self-published yeah, books on Amazon. And those, right now. a lot of self-published books are included in that Kindle Unlimited mm. subscription. That makes sense. Because they just want anybody to read their book. They don't care so much about making money in the beginning. They're a new author. Mm-hmm. Which good for them. Props. Good Way to get yourself them. out there better than us. We're still working on that. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever finish my novel at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Too many side projects and I'm a mother. So. <laughs> but like. There's definitely the two parts of my brain. And I, I sometimes miss being able to read as just a reader. Um, Mm -hmm. because when you're not worried about how it's written or, you know, what intricacies of the plot line might be like going astray, like you can just enjoy the story for being a story. And I've heard that this is similar with, um, people in like the movie industry who like I and the music industry and the music industry. I have some friends who, um, went into film because I, studied um Did the makeup stuff yeah for loving yeah. college and now they're all graduated and off making cool films and i'll chat with them and they'll be like the ones who do camera work will like be paying attention to how the shot was done and how did they accomplish that or the people who do like the costuming i mean you just you look at the costumes and you go like how did they make that how would i have done it and it's just a part of your brain now And you're Mm -hmm. like, dang it, I just want to enjoy the movie. (laughs) Like I did so much literary analysis that I can't. I can't turn it off. I can't. take. I can't. (laughs) I can't. I can't take it off. (laughs) But I really can't. Like. I miss the days when I could just read as a reader. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say I don't read for pleasure now because I definitely do. But I I did literary analysis so much as part of my college career that it is just a part of how my brain functions now when reading anything. And it's hard and and it's especially difficult with books that I did enjoy before I did a whole lot of Hmm. studying about writing and what makes good writing and a good story versus 
something that's more subpar, right? Yeah. <laughs> so when I first read Twilight, and I'll use Twilight as an example because we will be doing the Twilight series again here in a couple weeks. Yeah, very soon. Next month. Yeah, next month. Next month is when we start it. Yeah. I loved it when I first read it, when it first came out. But I believe I was 12 or 13. Yeah, we were pretty young when it first came out. You know, and I I could enjoy it just for the story. And I read it and I enjoyed it and I loved it. And then when I was like 18 or 19, so I graduated high school and done like my first year of, I, I was taking my English classes. Like I had declared my major before I even started school. You're one of those weirdos. I tried rereading it <laughs> and I couldn't. It was so hard to read it again because now all I could see was the poor character development, which in some ways is kind of genius, actually. We'll get to it when we talk about Twilight. Yeah, I don't want to spoil this, too much. For the purpose of right now, I'll just say that the the flaws in the writing were like all that stuck out to me after I started studying writing and editing and things. So it's hard. Yeah, and I, I have to I'm a lot more picky now about the books I'll read. <laughs> and I also the more I read, the more like little things I'll pick up like, ooh, I don't love the way that they developed that character or, ooh, I, I want to rewrite that. <laughs> well, and then like when I go to write, I almost find myself in this terror of, oh, no, what if I make a same like the same mistake? And then someone's going to read right. my book and go, mm, they messed that up. And so I'm very, <laughs> at the same time, I'm like very empathetic with these authors where I'm like, good on you for just getting the book out there. That's oh, totally. better than me. <laughs> but I'm also like, yeah, I try, try not to be too harsh because I'm like, I don't know what you went through. Like with the Hunger Games, for instance, we talked about this in our Hunger Games episodes, but I'll bring it back up here. Reading the Hunger Games, there's some there's some issues, especially Mockingjay. She, she was rushed. You can tell. So there's a lot mm -hmm. of problems in it. And there's a lot of stuff that I read it and I go, ooh, you just threw that together, didn't you? But then you read her. But you realize her publisher was rushing her to finish. Yeah. But then you read her mm -hmm. Gregor the Overlander series, which she wrote over time, took her time on. It's beautifully written. It's so good. So I'm like, I know this author has the capacity and the potential mm -hmm. for such beautiful work when given the time. So in that case, it's not even the author. It's the publisher who screwed it up. Yeah. Or if they have an overbearing editor. Yeah. Who wants to change too much and then it it makes it so that it's not really the author's work anymore. It becomes too much of a collaboration. Mm hmm. Right. And you can see where like the voice just totally changed. What? <laughs> yeah. And so I while I am empathetic for these uh, these authors i still have a hard time reading the books like <laughs> yeah no so I've, at the I've end got of the day empathy, but it's still hard to do but i also find that i know some people who think that reading and writing are separate and they're like oh i like to write but i hate to read and i'm like i'm wow. sorry i feel very <laughs> strongly that if you like to write but you don't like to read you will never be that great of a writer because it's like watching game footage for an athlete mm. successful athletes watch game footage of not only their own games but of other good athletes a successful writer 
reads not only their own work, but the work of other successful writers. Because reading good written literature yes. helps you become a better writer. Mm-hmm. It, it just does. So I find that my writing, if I haven't been doing a lot of reading, like good reading, my writing becomes kind of lackluster and I end up scrapping most of it. I tend to go back through and delete it all because I don't like it when I go through and read it as a reader, because I'm like, this writer sucks. Oh, this writer's me. Wait, that's me. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I definitely agree that reading is super important as a writer, but it's also like a double-edged sword where suddenly reading Mm. is not just this joyous pleasant escapism escape yeah suddenly you're like oh it still can be if you find good books yeah but there's just a lot of garbage being published right now because it's it's easy to publish it's like a hobby right now to be an author and i'm like that's that's fine but i just wish people realized that to write something like really good (laughs) that's worth being published and on like the new york bestsellers list really Like, that's hard to do. That's not something that just anybody can do. And I'm not saying that that's something I can do. (laughs) My other issue is with, this is a a tangent, really quick, with the New York bestseller list and all of that. That is not always a sign of a good book. Because if a celebrity... Fifty Shades of Grey is a New York bestseller. (laughs) And it's... Um, I've never read it, but I've seen other people, like, pull quotes from it. The worst written thing I have ever seen. Well, that was originally a fan fiction, so. I know that of <laughs> Twilight. It was originally a Twilight fan fiction. Anyways, what I was saying was when a celebrity writes a book, it like 99.9% of the time ends up on the bestseller list just because it's a famous person. So they have a lot of followers. So all of them are going to buy it and read it, even if it's not that good. Yeah. And so I'll like look at the bestseller list and be like, I don't want to read any of these because <laughs> it's just like celebrity, celebrity, celebrity talking about their life mm-hmm. and talking about how hard it is. And I'm like, give my me life. The, give me the fantasy <laughs> books, guys. Come on. I, I'm just such a sucker for science fiction and fantasy. I really am. But I'm also a sucker for romance. But good romance is hard to find. find. Yeah. I don't want Fifty Shades of Grey. No. (laughs) That's not romance. No. And I I mean, something that has action and adventure as well as romance, but I want it to be good. (laughs) And I love a good nonfiction book. I mean, I've recommended a couple on past minisodes. Or historical fiction. Are you into historical fiction? I'm so into historical fiction. I know you are. I have you read The Witch of Blackbird Pond? I think it's called. The one we had to read in high school. (laughs) Did you have to read it? I don't remember having to read it, but I did read it. Sounds like the one that we read in high school. It's so good. It's about like witch trials and stuff. Yep. And it's historically accurate, even though the characters are all fake. Yep. (laughs) I remember reading that because I had to in high school. Wasn't my cup of tea. Oh, it's good. But no, but I, I love reading like self-help books and books about people's lives. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like memoirs, the market. I think there's, a, there's a difference between a memoir and like an autobiography. Yeah. 
not huge on autobiographies, but memoirs can be cool. <laughs> but I feel like the market is so saturated with those right now. Yeah. Because it kind of became like a trend for celebrities. Either that or cookbooks, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Why is every celebrity a, a professional chef now? That doesn't I don't make know. any sense. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it makes it hard to find good books. Mm-hmm. Le- and then, let alone books that my brain will be able to fully enjoy. <laughs> Honestly. Not, and it's especially hard when reading is what you do to escape and what you do to relax mm-hmm. because finding my escape is stressful now because I have to go through like two to three books before I finally find one where I'm like, oh, okay, this one, not only does the story interest me, but the writing doesn't immediately turn me away. Like, okay, now I can settle down and escape from my issues for a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm still getting back into that. And that's why this podcast is great, because it kind of forces me to read books. <laughs> to like re- homework. <laughs> to remind myself that like there are good books out there. Because I think mm-hmm. I just had, had such a hard time finding good books for so long. And then I like The Princess Bride, which we did a couple weeks ago. So funny. So masterfully written. Okay. Yeah. So good. But I went through a period of time where I wasn't really reading for fun because I was in college. All I read was like educational books, which suck. Textbooks are the worst (laughs) thing in the world. And so I like I got out (laughs) of the loop of like what books are in. I went into the I went into Barnes and Noble the other day and I walked around. I only like didn't recognize 90% of the books in there. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know. Well, and books a, good anymore. Test, a good test that I do when I am in an actual bookstore, because let's be real. While it's easier now to do Kindle and things, I'll still always prefer like I a, love a, going into a good bookstore in real paper book. But the test I'll, I'll read the book cover, right? Like the jacket mm-hmm. to, to get the summary to see if it's something that'll interest me. And then I open up to a random page and just read that page Mm. to see if the way it's written will like mesh well Mm. with my brain. Hey, that's what I need to do. I feel so overwhelmed in bookstores now. Beginnings in general, right? Like pilot episodes of TV shows, as well as like first chapters of books can be rough regardless even if the the show ends up being amazing or the book ends up being amazing so i don't ever do like the first page or the first chapter Mm -hmm. i do a random page in the middle of the book (laughs) that's yeah where normally the author has like hit their stride to see hope it's a bummer if you just pick the one bad page in the whole book (laughs) oh that would be a bummer in that case sorry authors (laughs) but authors everywhere yeah because i just i feel like i got out of the book loop and now I can't, there's so many books that I am having a hard time getting back into it. And I don't mm, even know what, it's overwhelming. I don't know what books I'm supposed to be looking for. Because when I got out of the loop, I was like 18, 19, very much still in YA. And now I'm almost 26 and I'm like, should I be reading adult books now? Yes, they're amazing. <laughs> but I, I like... Have you read adult (laughs) fantasy? Adult fantasy is amazing. (laughs) I went like five years without reading for fun. 
Except okay, for like that is pain. That sounds painful. Yeah, I would have died. Yeah. Were you depressed? Because oh, I would have been yes. heavily depressed. Hundred percent. I was okay. in college. Of course, I was depressed. Um, <laughs> of course, I was. And so, I like. It's like I went through this weird wormhole, and now I'm like back to being able to read, and I don't know what to read. So this podcast is nice because at least I'm reading something. But mm-hmm. if y- if y'all have some great book recommendations, either in the fantasy, science fiction, or I guess like romance, romance, historical fiction, or like self-help books, self-help that are like actually genuinely good, because I've read a lot of garbage ones. And like, honestly, we'll be asking. So this is what we're going to ask on our social media. Oh, yeah, 100%. Book recommendations of of books you think we haven't already read. Yeah. Like the new ones. Ones within the last like five to seven years. Five years. That's what I need. That's what I've missed. I also want to know if the way books have been written has turned anybody else off of a book where you've had to stop reading a book. Yeah. Is that just us? Are we weird? Or are there others out there? Yes. (laughs) So book recommendations. Does does the way a book is written ever make you stop reading it? Um, And then I had another question I want to ask and I can't remember what it was. So that's cool. Maybe it'll come to me. (laughs) But I I'm excited to get back into the reading world, but I'm also a little intimidated by it because I've been away for so long and so much. It's grown and changed so much that now coming back into it, I'm like. Hey guys, I'm back. And all of these cool kids are like, who the heck are you? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, we're we're old. Please go over to our social medias. Hi. Yes. I'm recording (laughs) at not my three-year-old daughter this time. Everyone. It's our mother. Hey, Speaking of our mom, it's their it's our mom and dad's anniversary tomorrow. So happy anniversary when this comes out, when this yeah, episode comes so out, recording. it'll be their anniversary. So quick, happy anniversary. Yes. Shout out to our parents. Way to stick together. Congrats on 32 years. I have no idea. I think it's 32. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> um. But yes, go over to our social medias and tell us. Answer our questions. Um, you can find us everywhere at TBWB podcast or you can email us at tbwdpodcast at gmail.com. And d- just let us know what we should be reading. That's non movie adaptation. Obviously, movie adaptations. We want to, you know, get your recommendations on those, too in general for our podcast but for this specific instance i just want a good book to just read. <laughs> give me a, a good book something i can sink my teeth into metaphorically and just and also ideally if it's a series please please don't give me a series where only the first book is out oh yeah <laughs> i'm not ready i'm not emotionally ready unless, for that <laughs> unless you preface that it's a new series where the, the whole all of the books aren't out yet yeah just make sure you preface that for me yes I know so. we generally give book recommendations in these, but this time we're we're flipping the roles. Please, we want you give to us give us a book recommendation. <laughs> you, I feel like our audience is more well versed on the recent 
books and stuff because the more recent ones haven't been made into movies yet, generally. So generally, as we've talked about, some get turned around pretty quickly. Yeah. Like Maze Runner got turned into a movie after it was published within that five to seven years. Yeah, so. that was pretty impressive on their part. But yeah, please help us. I just want to read good books. Anyway, that 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 was our that, that that's was our rant. rant for this mini. So that was a that's hot what we, we just mess of an episode. We were curious. <laughs> we kind of got talking. We were like, maybe other people have some thoughts on this. Are on, you know, being a writer and and a reader or not being a writer and being a reader. Yeah. Do you still get you know, turned off by I, bad writing? <laughs> so, yeah, I think what we'll do is we'll ask two separate questions of if you are a writer do you get turned off by the bad reading? And if you aren't a writer, does that still like interfere frequently? Yeah. Like if you've ever had to stop reading a book just because it was written so poorly. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's this week's mini-sode. Go answer our questions, please. Please and thank you. Next week, we are doing The Great Gatsby, which Ooh. I'm very excited about. And One it'll be... One of my favorite books. Talking about books that are well-written, The Great Gatsby it's a, it is literally a classic <laughs> f yes Fitz, f scott fitzgerald good, um, good man and it's going to be a but special we, episode because yeah. we will be joined by the lovely people at uh we ship a podcast stephanie and devin and that's her name, yes, right? She um, goes by Steph. I was like, she goes by okay. Steph. Steph. Yeah. Steph and Devin. Steph and Dev. <laughs> um, and Steph and Dev. <laughs> Sorry, Devin. She shortened your name. I don't know if you actually do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it should be super fun. We uh, recorded with them uh, for their episode that's coming out soon. Um, and so it's a fun little collab. We're excited for that to come out. Yeah. But other than that. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Have a great week. Don't forget to read. <laughs>